there. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you about your company, QPU Cosmetics, which is a safe and natural skincare line for newborns and the whole family. Now, what I find remarkable about QPU Cosmetics is that you've chosen to make it 100% natural, which means not 95, not 99.9%, but 100% natural. And from my own experience in the personal care industry, that's really tricky. That is a challenge. Could you speak to what inspired you to make PPU Cosmetics 100% natural and how your consumers are responding to that? Yeah, sure. Hi, Kimberly. I'm really glad to be here. I'm really glad to be participating to this uh, talk as, as well with you. Uh, indeed, thank you for like having a light on PewPew. I'm going to explain you a bit uh, the DNA of the brand. And you you were right. Uh, the two key things for the brand are for me to uh, have skincare that are 100% natural, really 100. I don't want to go less than that. And then that are compatible for kids, some kids, uh, meaning also newborn and pregnant woman. This whole thing made it a bit difficult, a bit challenging, but possible to uh, develop this kind of uh, cosmetics. If we come back to uh, like the 100% natural, the my first thought about it um, was also to think about what happened in the in the past, what our grandparents were using on 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 like skincare what tribes are using also. And you can notice that a lot of the nature can be used. There are a lot of really, really good in ingredients. And um, with time, we have now more and more developed cosmetics, more and more developed skincare with synthetic ingredients, chemical ingredients, which is good. There are good, really good things in it. But I wanted to come back to like a easy, simple step on uh, getting the best of what we can find on the nature, especially if we talk about uh, cosmetics that, that can be used on um, babies, newborn, that, that have really delicate skin. I really wanted to have no compromise on, on chemicals that can be harmful or that can be maybe not now, but in the future can be like a bit um, difficult to, to um, use from the body. So um, it was like my wish from the start, but it was challenging, as I said in the beginning, because um, when what you see in the today's uh, market of, of cosmetics, uh, you have more and more natural, as we say, natural cosmetics, but it's rarely, uh, barely 100 percent because of the challenges from preservative, from perfume and so on and so forth. I can give you a, a small example of uh, one of our products that just got launched, we have a face cream. A face cream has water in it. And uh, when you have uh, like water in your uh, skincare products, you need to have preservative because it's it's not a, it's a product you, you want to keep a bit. It's also a product you want to be safe on your product uh, today and in two uh, months. So you need to have the preservative that conserve a bit, uh, preserve the, the product. And those natural, like really natural preservative are really like, you can count them on the hand. It's really few that we can use. And mm. on top of that, it needs to be for me, uh, those preservatives that are compatible with like delicate skin. So you don't, not so uh, tough. So those were a challenge. We had, to be honest, a lot of uh, different tests, a lot of different like formulas uh, developed to uh, try and, and find the right one. It took some time as as every uh, everything, but we found the right one. We found uh, the right one that can make our product really stable and, and good for the for babies. But uh, this these are the challenges if you want to go in the 100% natural. 
it's possible. I did it. I mean, products are, are there, uh, but it's it's a challenge. And I think like in the future, we should also look at having more and more of those things uh, possible because it's also what our bodies and our skin would prefer, I guess. I love that. And me as a consumer, I do prefer the natural ingredients. And it makes a difference knowing that if one preservative that is already making it a, not a very natural product or formulation. Now, I'm not a newborn baby, but I still use PPO Cosmetics. How have your key demographics, so the mothers, the newborns, what is the feedback from the families that are using this 100% natural formulation? Is that something that they pick up on? Is that something that's important for them when they choose mm -hmm. PPO Cosmetics? They, they get more and more used to this kind of cosmetics. Maybe not to the 100%. In the mm -hmm. market, you, you won't find that many 100%, but they get, get used to it. And uh, from my customer base, I have to say, uh, of course, a lot of babies and also mothers and, and also like women that like have uh, red skin or like sensitive skin. They are using also pupu um, products wow. and they find a difference because uh, in some of our, like say, normal cosmetics or skincare, you would find sometimes it's a bit burning because like the the product doesn't really act react uh, with your skin as you wish mm -mm. with natural ingredients it can take a bit more time to be efficient let's say but it's not harmful to you to you at all so wow. um i have really a lot of good feedbacks on this one that people were kind of surprised uh, how good it was at the end like after one week usage they were really happy with uh with the feeling uh with the touch and also with the effect on the, the um, skin that's so, incredible yeah so far really really good feedbacks but I have to say from the knowledge of people, if it's 100% or 90% uh, natural, it needs to be a bit more communicated uh, with uh, with the next generation uh, skincare, I have to say, but people are getting used to this. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. And I think maybe it's hard for me to see that distinction because I've been in the skincare industry for so long, but mm -hmm. absolutely talking to my friends Um it's it's not so clear what is natural versus what is not natural, but I think it's I think I really admire, and that's why you're here, is I really admire that Pew Pew Cosmetics did the challenge of going 100 percent which means even the, the perfume used, it's a very small amount of perfume. That's also hundred percent. It's it's also, yeah, yeah. It is also and it was the second challenge of the natural um percentage. Finding a, a real like natural uh, fragrance of uh, coming from the flowers or, or the plants it's uh not so common in the industry because we we usually go for the synthetic ones for yeah. like price wise also and also for the sake of finding it because some like uh plants or flowers are really um not easy to use uh, but uh there are some there are some and um, we found the one that uh, that uh, is like light soft gentle for the for the skin and for the babies but also has a Nice ascent. <laughs> well, certainly sustainability day is not the status quo in most beauty brands. And a lot of them do see it exactly as the challenge that you've gone through to make PPU Cosmetics 100% natural. In addition to 100% natural, PPU Cosmetics also uses sustainable packaging. Could you speak a little bit about your conscious decision to include sustainability from formulation and a packaging perspective into Pew Pew Cosmetics from the very beginning? Sure, sure. Uh, I think it was also coming from my background, which was in cosmetic and, and also in sustainability a bit. So I wondered from the start, it was a like 
a must for me to to try to be as best as I, as I can in the in the sustainability packaging environment. Uh, so for the the current uh, products, we have uh, two glass uh, jar and and bottle, and also like um, the cap is a wood. So it's it, it was a decision also to go into glass. Because of okay, you can you can always discuss glass or plastic and then um, like weight and wh- whatever you you all know about it in the industry. But I wanted to be like uh, to have something like safe. Glass is is, is safe also for, for the product and for the, the the consumer and sustainable because it it's still sustainable. You can recycle. You you have everywhere in the world the possibility to recycle. And then um, the third product is a is a tube, and the tube, of course, your tube. You you need to have a plastic, but I decided to go into the bio plastic, so it's it's a plastic based on sugarcane, and I wanted to really to uh, to go in this direction as well because um, I I know that it's it's okay to have plastic, uh, but the best we can in in the we can find in sustainability is also better. So um, for me, it was really like a long research also to find the right um, the right packaging for my uh, my products and to have also a good feel feeling for me, like for the company, but also for the consumer. So at the end, I decided to go in those as sustainable as I can and also like elegant packaging thing. Another like thing that made me kind of convinced me into into it is um, I'm doing like kids stuff if you go large and if you go broad into like all the kids environment thing you have that many plastic uh like toys and everything is really plastic and i know it's it's okay to have like uh like plastic pink and green toys everywhere but at the end you probably don't want to have that in your bathroom you don't want to over consume those kind of things and this is why i said okay uh it needs to be also kind of an education from the the mothers, the parents, and also the kids to show that there are other options, and those options are also good. You mm-hmm. can use it in your daily life, uh, but it's also a good one. So it was like the second piece of um, uh, information I used to say, let's go to an elegant and uh, also mm-hmm. good uh, way into the the packaging thing. Absolutely. If I'm hearing you correctly, I'm picking up on a few key themes, and that's what is formulations packaging that really serves the formulation, especially since it's 100% natural. Um, The second one is, it's a premium brand, Pew Pew Cosmetics. It's 100% natural, it's sustainable, and it's also premium. And that, so the packaging really reflects that. And then thirdly, it's about the education of sustainable, sustainability, sustainable packaging could take many forms. Um, And it's important to diversify that. And that's, I think, really important in the packaging space is there is no one size fits all. And I think that's the trap that a lot of companies and brands fall into is they think that it has to look a certain way when in the end, it's it depends on who, what the brand is and the different options available and what suits the brand best because sustainable packaging is such a vast landscape. And I think you really picked up on some of the key elements, which helped you as a founder and creator of Pew Pew Cosmetics. Um, what helped you really make those decisions? There are so many variables, and that's why Pew Pew Cosmetics is 100% natural and using sustainable packaging is you really took that time to go through the process and find out what packaging format fits your consumer, your formula, 
and the future consumers of Pew Pew Best. Um, exactly, sure. So to that point, we're, we're starting to step it more into the future. What do you hope to see more of in the future of sustainable packaging? I would say um, really like uh, more transparency on what it is and how it is used and like made and used, I would say, because I also have this feeling that all the decisions I'm having in, into this uh, like packaging field, it's really good. I mean, uh, it's necessary. Uh, we need to go there. But at the end, the end consumer is not educated at all. They have no clue, but yeah, almost no clue on, on the differences, on what does it really mean in terms of recyclability, in terms of um, usage and so on. Mm. So I think uh, a key, really key thing we need to work all, I mean, the industry need to work in the future is like the education on, on showing the options and um, what it does really mean uh, for for um, the industry. Uh, and the other things I would like to see in the future is like to continue, I, I think it's going into the right direction, but to continue in this uh, direction to find the best alternatives. We, there are lots of new, uh, really good new materials that are uh, on the market right now. It's really uh, promising. I have to say it's really promising. Uh, for a small company as as I am, as I have, it's not accessible yet, but I'm really glad that big companies are touching this and are like investing in this. It needs to be like that way. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, uh, I think, like promoting this kind of uh, new materials, like greener materials, more recyclability uh, things or mono material, whatever. But those things for me are really necessary and that it needs to be triggered from the big ones and also like pushed to find uh, like um, and to propose at a larger scale uh, those alternatives. But yeah, first thing would definitely be education as well, because we that is so inspiring, Claire. I mean, that's why I'm so happy that you agreed to do this with me because you speak you. with so much passion uh, for your products, for your consumer and the future of sustainability. And you're absolutely right. It is the big companies that do need to make a change. And I hope that somebody in a big brand is watching this yeah. and being inspired from the story of Pew Pew Cosmetics. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story and your perspective on sustainability you. for your brand. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I'm, I'm really happy that I participated to that. And then, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the future with uh, with this industry. It's really, it's a passion for sure, but it's also really good to see what's possible. I'm, I'm happy uh, with the the direction Pew Pew is going with, um, but uh, it's always, there are always things to, to do and always new things. And I'm excited about the future. Sure. Well, I'm excited for you too. Well, thanks so much. And I hope to have you on again. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I'll be, it'll be a pleasure for me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much.